Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to Hobby Addicts, episode 186. It's good to be here with you guys. Yeah, I am here. It's just the two of us rocking out, hanging out. Me and Mandy. Mandy, how are you? I'm doing good. I've got my coffee and I'm ready to go. And I have a cat yelling at me in the background. <laughs> She waited until I pushed record to start yelling. And I turned around and I'm like, stop. <laughs> They always want something. Yeah. <laughs> my cat has a my cat has a has an automatic feeder and the feeder dispenses the kibbles into like a bowl, right? And <laughs> the bowl can just sit there and accrue kibble for days, through two, three days. There'll be like a pile of kibble. And the cat won't eat the food out of the bowl. What he tries to do is he tries to pull the whole feeder over And to break it open because he wants to eat it out of the out of like the hopper, the huge like one gallon hopper, and it's like <coughs> and it's like I can open the top and he'll eat it out of the top, even though there was food in the bowl along. Cats are weird. And then if I take the food from the bowl and pour it on top of the pile in the hopper that he's eating out of, he will just eat the stuff that was just in the bowl. So he, I just don't know. I don't know what cats are. I think I think he's just senile. I think he's just getting old. Yeah, man, my cat, she, like, she also has an automatic feeder, and she, but she's so damn picky. Like,、uh-huh. I found, I finally found some dry food that she will actually eat, and that's in there, but she also cries for wet food. She wants wet food too. So she cries for wet food in the morning and at night. I don't know. And she doesn't gain any weight. <laughs> she is a tiny, tiny cat. I, I don't know, but she's super. Picky about everything. They're very, they're, she will, very finicky. Yeah, she will only eat very specific foods. She will only eat very specific treats. If she gets tired of them, she won't touch them. She'll starve herself until I buy something else. Oh my God, food strike. Yeah, she's so, weird. Yeah, that happened once, and I eventually just gave in, you know, because I,、yeah. like、I don't want you to die. Anyway, guys, so well, we have a lot of games to talk about today. And Mandy, you have、mm-hmm. been a busy, busy girl.、Um, yeah, it's、uh, Black Friday sale, so I got some stuff. Black Friday sale? Yeah, they Jack- have it on Switch, the Switch and、um, Steam. They also have one on PSN, but I, I didn't buy anything. I did browse、mm. it, but I was like, I already have so many games.、Um, yeah. Jackbox games with the, with the family, Escape、yeah. Room with the sister, and Dead Cells. So, you have been very、yep. busy. And I have had somewhat of a retro video game revival, which I want to go through as well in some detail. So, but Mandy, why don't you start? I mean, you have all these different things that you've been doing. What is a Jackbox game? Oh, yeah. So, Jackbox games are like party. Is there, there's a whole bunch of different ones. And like they have Jackbox one, two, three, four, five. I think it goes up to like six or something. But、uh, they're just a collection of party games that you can play with、uh, locally with your family or friends. And then you could also play online. You could hook it up to Twitch. And the great thing about Jackbox is that you can,、um, only one person needs the game 
to stream it and then everybody else controls the game through their phones or uh, other tablet devices and so anybody can play so you can actually do a party game on twitch and you could have thousands of people playing along with you maybe not thousands i think i don't know how many it supports it's a lot though (laughs) but uh yeah so we just play together with the family though but this is one of the things that mason and i talked about it would be cool to play with uh, listeners on Twitch sometime. Are these like trivia so, games? Sort of. They're all, there's a whole bunch of different kinds. So there are trivia ones. There is trivia murder, where you are Ooh. trying to escape a murderer by answering trivia questions. So here's, you're trying to be the first one to get out of the, uh, like the dungeon. Uh-huh. And then there are other ones like You Don't Know Jack. And oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, they have that and they have um, a a whole bunch of different kinds. But uh, there's, what was the one that was, um, oh, there's one about percentages. We had to guess the percentages. I I think it was called like some kind of espionage or something like that. But um, where it gave out kind of just very random trivia and you're supposed to guess the percentage of how many people you think uh said yes to that question like what during surveys it okay. was really funny yeah so it was like how many people have taking have taken pictures like silly pictures with statues and of course that one's gonna be really high 85 that one i was one percent off i said um 70 percent and the answer was 69 i was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was that, the closest I'd ever got. <laughs> that would be fun to play with people on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and people, there are all kinds of different ones. And people don't even have to pay to have that, have access to it? Nope. Only one person has to own the oh, game. Oh, wow. That's it. People would definitely play that then. Yep. You just log into a lobby on your phone or tablet. My mom was playing on her tablet and we all, we're all using our phones. And you just go to jackbox.tv and you put in the room code and that's it. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, just one person needs the game. And so that was a lot of fun. There's there are some that got very dirty because they were basically like anything that fill in the blank with whatever you want got real dirty. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. It always does. Because I know my mom. My mom will pick the dirtiest ones every time. <laughs> like there was we played. Um, oh, what was it? It was oh, what's the name of the game? The it was um, the split the room. That split was it. Split the room. And split the room is where it creates hypothetical, like bizarre hypothetical questions, and then gives you one spot to fill in the blank. So the one that I got on my phone, it said, um, "You are given a brand new, like a free brand new TV, mm-hmm. but." Your dot while your daughter is watching TV, it sends you notice a subliminal message that says blank. And then the question was, do you smash the TV? So I could fill in the blank with whatever I wanted. And <laughs> Knowing my mom. Yes. <laughs> I chose the dirtiest shit. I filled it. Sorry, I know this isn't hentai. Go on. <laughs> this is about to get really dirty. I filled in the blank with suck more dick. Suck more dick. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so it said, uh, your daughter sees a subliminal message. It says, suck more dick. <laughs> it's like, do you smash the TV? Uh, my brother said, smash it. I knew my mom would be like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> so she, she's like, I'm keeping that TV. <laughs> Pollute the children. So I won that round because I was able to split the room. I was able to get people on both yes and no sides. Oh, okay. I see how. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you want to create a situation where not everybody's going to say yes and not everybody's going to say no. That, that's <laughs> such a fun game for families to play, you know, like yeah, from across yeah. the world or whatever. I don't I don't know that my dad is techie enough to handle that, though. He's amazing. Yeah, we didn't ask my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad can't figure out how to use his cell phone. So. My mom could do it. My dad, no, he no, mm-hmm. no, no, he couldn't, he couldn't handle that. Well, Another that fun one fun. that we played on Jackbox that we played for a while and was a lot of fun was um, uh, wrapping robots. I think it was called. It's something mm. where um, you, everybody has a robot and you're creating wraps and you're in like and you end up in rap battles against other robots. So use, what it would do, do is you it would give voices? you. Yeah, yeah, it reads off your lines in a robot voice. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> so the very first thing it would do is ask you, it give you, it would ask you for a word. It'd be like a verb, or it would get really descriptive, like um, name a character in a Star Wars film. It, it would like, like, and then sometimes it's just like, oh, an adjective or a positive uh adjective, something like that, and or a negative one, and then you had to fill in the blank, and then it would randomly spit out a line to you using that word and then it would give you the freedom to write the next line and then it would do that for four lines like uh, you know like uh pick a word write a line pick a word write a line and then you'd get some really ridiculous raps out of it and of course we were very dirty again and they were dirty of course yes of course (laughs) all right Uh, it was fun though we had so much fun doing that that was a lively holiday weekend Mm-hmm. So how about yeah. this escape room that you guys went to? <clears throat> yeah, me and my sister did an escape room yesterday by ourselves. And uh, it was interesting. We did one right near me called Mystery Mansion. And um, I don't know if there's much of a story to it, except you are investigating a mansion where something crazy went down. I think there was some kind of uh, Lovecraft story thing going mm-hmm. on. I don't know. But Tentacles. we... Oh man, it felt like we beat it, but it did not feel um, satisfying because the guy, (laughs) fuck, we were overthinking literally everything. Like the Uh, answers were so straightforward and we're not used to that, that we were overthinking everything. So the guy kept coming on the radio like, you guys are overthinking this. (laughs) Oh, he's just, yeah. so dumb. It, but, but, so it did not feel satisfying. Maybe that's part of the challenge. Like it's 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 reverse difficult. Yeah. So yeah. like for example, um, there was a piano in the room, and of course they're not going to expect everybody in there to know how to play the piano. So it had um, six of the keys with like numbers written on them: one, two, three, four, five, six. And then we found sheets of music, but there were a whole bunch of different ones, and um, there was there would be like a little line in each of them that had like the notes: one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, written on them, and then. Um, Later on, we found a newspaper and a gun, and the newspaper said, um, neighbor says, or Buford was murdered. Neighbor says that 
he that two gunshots uh what did it say right two gunshots were heard um breaking the silence of the night or something like that i can't mm-hmm. remember it was something yeah. similar to that and we found a picture of buford buford on the wall and so looking through the sheets of music we found one that was titled um clock strikes 12 so we're like oh night i mean that's what my brain went to yeah so we th- and then when i looked at the notes you know there was a big pause in the notes there and i so uh, obviously i thought okay let's play this and then during that pause fire the gun twice and then that will be like recreating that scene and so it's i kept way too trying it yeah I kept trying it. I was like, this is what my brain is telling me. This is how it makes sense. And the guy's like, you're really overthinking this. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I'm like yelling back at him. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just recreate the scene. I'm like, I am recreating the scene. <laughs> he said, you know, there's a light switch in the wall, right? <laughs> he just like gives, so gives it to you. I just had to turn out the light and fire the gun. I was like, that's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. <laughs> Yeah, escape rooms are usually a lot of fun, but sometimes the I find that sometimes it's it's, it's the clues, it's it's the puzzles and the clues themselves that ruin the ruin yeah. the room because it's either 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 the clues are unfair and they don't make any sense, and so you can't make sense of it, or yeah, I don't know, or or, or like the clue giver gives too many clues, and then you don't feel satisfied when you get out in your case. Yeah, it did not feel satisfying because. We didn't even ask for a clue, and he just kept telling us stuff, because I think he felt bad, because we were, like, way overthinking it. We were, like, galaxy-braining this shit, and he was like, you're really overthinking this? (laughs) I was like, oh, man. He starts getting frustrated. He's like, no, no, it's this. Yeah, and then, um, like, the very beginning when we walked in was another example, because my problem is when I go into escape rooms, I'm scared to break something. So I don't think to, like, like I don't know, like, I'm, I'm really scared that I'm going to force something that was not supposed to be forced. <laughs> oh, you mean um, like you'll break, like a, like, a prop in the room? Like a prop or something, yeah. So when you first walk in, it's actually a very tiny room. It, it expands later on, but when you first go in, it's a very tiny room. And there's the door to the mansion, and there are spiders on the wall, like, and then there are there is a window that's all boarded up. Excuse me. And then there's a box uh, near there, and so we just we found out that if you look through the peephole through the door, there were candles there, and then the candles were lined up like three, two, four, something like that. And we're like, oh. Easy. Put that into the box. Three, two, four. That's the code. So we opened it up, and then there was a black light in there, but it was chained to the box. A, like a black so light? Like, like, what a, the like, fuck? A, like a literal black light? Yeah, like a black light. And like a flashlight black light. And then okay. we're like, well, why can't I take this out? So we're like trying to shine it on the box. We're trying to shine it on the wall. The <clears throat> And it took us forever. We're like, what the hell? And he was like, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what he said. He said, um... Have you tried shining it across the wall? I'm like, we can't see anything. Apparently, there is stuff written on the spiders, but the light wouldn't reach that far. And oh. we're like, why can't we take this off? This would have been so much faster if we could take the flashlight to the spiders. <laughs> so you have to figure out how to get the light on first? No, the light was on. It was just too dim. Like, like I don't oh, know I if see. the batteries were low or what, but it would not reach the wall. 
So we were like, we had to like squint our eyes really well, like thin to try and figure out which spiders had what letters. It was really it's like obnoxious. A, it's a Duracell battery commercial. Yeah, because the very first thing he told us when we got in there, he was like, just let you know, everybody tries to take the spiders off the wall. You know, they're not supposed to come off. Some people have forced them. And then he's like, just don't take them off the wall. I'm like, well, no fucking wonder they're taking them off the wall. <laughs> they had to bring them to the light. Yeah, exactly. Can't freaking read it. I can't, we couldn't read it. It, it. That took us a while. I think that's that and the piano were what were really tripping us up. <laughs> we were like, first, the piano part, our answer was way better. <laughs> then the spider part was just a technical issue. Oh, and one of their watches were broken. There was a part where we were supposed to match watches, like the time on the watches to a chart and figure out the letters for code. And that one... Uh, one of the watches was broken, so I had to yell at him like, "Your watch is broken!" Oh my god! Because <laughs> the like, the hour hand was moving all it's over like the place. Escape room amateur like, hour. Yeah, yeah, it was really obnoxious. And yeah. then um, the other one was another another part where we were galaxy braining it, where there were pictures on the wall of there were two women on the wall with in wedding dresses, and um. It had like their name and the date that they were born and died. And so we found another sheet of paper that said like notes on it. And we were played on the piano and you played it. It played Here Comes the Bride. And we found a code where you need to put in a word. And so we were trying to put in their names. I'm like, oh, here comes the bride. Maybe it's one of their names. We tried their names. We tried their dates. Like, we tried to, <laughs> we tried all kinds of stuff. And he came on. He was like, you're overthinking this again. The answer was just bride. It had nothing to do with the people on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So why, why even put the names and the dates there? If, if, I mean, you could, exactly. you could, you could glean that they were a prob bride just off the photo. Yeah. Mandy, I, I don't know. I, it was, I, I it was you, really weird. I think you and your sister should just design your own your own escape room. I feel like ours would be way too hard. <laughs> Apparently, if, people, if we were overthinking that, it would be way too hard. Some people, some people like it difficult, though, you know? Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But uh, we did finish it, and we had fun. It just didn't feel satisfying. Well, hopefully it wasn't too expensive. Escape rooms tend to be, in my experience, over, Especially when you're doing them by yourselves, because we didn't have a group. It was just us. Yeah. So we ended up having to pay a lot more. We paid $30 each. Yeah, that sounds about right. So but I'm, we wanted to do it by ourselves because we thought it'd be challenging. So. Yeah. I enjoy an escape room every now and then. So mm -hmm. So how about this Dead Cells? What is this all about? Mm. Excuse me. I was drinking coffee. I'm so sorry. Um. Yeah, so on Black Friday sale, I bought some stuff from Steam and some from the Switch. I bought on Steam, I bought Children of Morta, which I played a tiny bit of, and I thought it looks very promising, and I can't wait to talk about it later. Uh, and I also bought Dagnum Rampa, which Mason and I are going to be streaming uh, next. Okay. And then um, on the Switch, I bought Dead Cells, and I bought all the Jackbox games that I mean, I bought three of them, I think, and Puzzle Quest, because they're all pretty cheap. Dead cells. Mm, excuse me. <laughs> I'm not filled with coffee. You're, but anyways. you're fueling up. You got to get ready for family <laughs> feud later. I was trying. I, I drank too much coffee and now I'm filled with belches. I'm so sorry. But, uh, Dead cells. Dead cells is a side scrolling action game that is also part Metrovania. It has some 
uh, roguelike, uh, rogue, roguelike elements and also has some um, Dark Souls-ish bits to it. Uh-huh. it. So far, I am digging it. I am really loving it. So Dead Cells, I don't really know if there's much of a story to it so far, uh, at least where I am. It might un- like um, unravel later on, but you are a guy who wakes up in this dungeon and you find a whole bunch of dead bodies that look just like you. And then you meet some uh, knight there who is, she's like, um, you know, she's basically telling you that it's your job to try and escape this prison. And then so you progress through the dungeon and you get like a basic sword, you get basic bow to begin with. Like you could choose between bow or shield, whichever one you want. Of course I choose bow. bow, And um, as you progress, you kill enemies and then you collect souls from them and you very quickly, I died. But every time you die, you just get reincarnated back at the very beginning. No matter how far you get, you always come right back to the beginning. Oh my god, does everything respawn? Everything. Uh, it is Dark Souls. It's literally almost like you restarted the entire game. It's Dark Souls. <laughs> but as you go along, you can spend those souls to unlock benefits so like you can a first thing you unlock is the ability to have one health potion that health potion does not replenish until you get to a space between um areas so like when you go from like whenever you find the exit for one area when you go through there you will have like a little break area where you can like spend your souls and you can get replenish your health potion and you can get one new buff and then you go into the next area and that's how you progress so every time you die you go all the way back to the beginning your map is completely wiped it's almost like you started all over but all of the benefits that you racked up like you spent your soul your souls on those all stay with you so you don't get your souls back, but you can spend them as you go if you're lucky enough to get to the exit. So usually you run through a an area, find the exit, and then at whatever your health is at, at that moment, you're like, should I progress more to get more souls or should I just take what I have and go? Whoa. So it's a lot of fun, though. I'm like looking at it. it looks, um, the art is very interesting. It's very... Yeah. It's very atmospheric. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of... It's very atmospheric. I'm getting a weird, like, Abe's Odyssey vibe from it. Hmm. Just in the... I can see the art style. Just yeah. in the plot... Just in, like, the, the platforming element, not really the combat or anything, but... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so... um, But the great thing is that it evolves... As the game evolves, you evolve with it. You just get better as you go along, and... Uh, faster and you collect more buffs and then as you're learning more about the levels you it's easier to get through them as you're learning more about the enemies um, they're easier to beat like you know which ones you can just jump in on you, you, you know which ones you need to like dodge around and yeah it's a lot of fun though I've been digging it and um, I think I've put maybe six hours into it so far not too much because I've been with family all weekend is it worth $25 um, I bought it on sale for 17 even for, did you say 24 or 25 I'm, I'm, I'm checking to see if it's on a Black Friday sale for, on, on PSN. It's definitely oh. normally 25 hmm. but I don't know if it's on sale. I would say yes, but I don't know how long it is. That's uh, the other issue. How long to beat? 
I love this web. I love this website. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it is to beat it? it Me? Says, oh, I have no idea. It says um, thirteen and a half hours to beat it. Uh, oh, fifty nine okay. hours if to do everything. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. So that's not. I mean, that's a pretty decent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm at the point in life where it's hard to play a game that's like a hundred hours long. So a 13 hour game isn't such a bad thing. Yeah. And I guess it also depends on how well you are at um, roguelike games. If you got to struggle with them and die more often to probably take longer (laughs) because you, you do start all the way back at the beginning, but some things do evolve. Like the dungeon evolves a little bit every time you die. Like I noticed that more areas start opening up and there are more people down in my starting area to give me more things. And yeah, it's really interesting. Um, the thing that is really satisfying about it, though, are um, like it's difficult, but I wouldn't say it's so difficult to be that it's frustrating. Like every time I've died, I haven't been like, oh, I just want to throw my switch across the room. It's actually been like, OK, awesome. I guess I'll just start over again. So it's, and, so it's uh, fair to you. It's fair. Yes. It's hard, difficult, yes, it's but pretty fair. fair. Yes, because I feel like I'm always learning something new as I'm going through. And it's really okay. satisfying how enemy when enemies blow up and there's just so much impact about around hits like when you swing your sword and um, when you shoot things with a bow there's like this big like satisfying crunch and i don't know it's really fun i feel like a badass (laughs) yeah i'm really enjoying it you can also pick up some items along the way like traps and bombs and stuff the gameplay is very fast and it has sort of an arcadey an arcadey look to it Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it has kind of a pixel graphic style to it it's very appealing looking hmm. yeah i don't maybe I, I don't we'll see i'll have to go see what the price is online i don't it don't i do not think it's on the playstation uh black friday sale as i'm looking mm. here but unfortunately yeah i don't know everything's more expensive on playstation so i just live with it so yeah but it looks cool yeah a lot of fun so far okay well does that wrap up your uh, your busy weekend i think so um I guess next time I'll probably talk about Children of Morta and uh, maybe Puzzle Quest. We'll see. Well, I decided that um, I was thinking um, my girlfriend and I loved, she loved just Gaia so much. And I was trying to think, find I think of another game that was similar to just Gaia that was, th- that was as good as that. And the only thing I could think of was Final Fantasy Tactics because it just seems like the sort of the grid-based, like, strategy RPG games aren't very prevalent. Like, there just aren't very many of them, especially not now. You pretty much have to go back. I feel like in, you have to go back in time to find ones that are that are pretty good. So, like, we tried um, Banner, whatever the heck it's called, Banner... Banner Saga? Banner Saga, but she didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, it was a little too dry. Um, and uh, so I was thinking, well, Final Fantasy Tactics is is, uh, is a good game. So I'd look, I looked that up on playstation network and only to realize that it's not on there so i was like i was like oh wow well like what do i do so i inevitably decided that i'd buy a ps2 so i bought a ps2 and got it running somehow and boy it's not easy to get this old stuff working with newer with new technology like i have a sound bar and a projector and i'm and an av receiver and i'm like how do i how the hell do i get this playstation running so the first thing was getting it working so for the first time ever, I'm using an optical cable. Have you ever used, have you ever used an optical cable before? Mm-hmm. So yep. I, first time ever using an optical cable. 
somehow the PlayStation 2 has a, a jack for that. I, I don't know. I guess it's really, really? old. Oh, man. I didn't think it was that old. <laughs> I guess it's, yeah, it must be old. Uh, so for the soundbar, I got where I had to go to Best Buy and buy an adapter to get to get it to uh, to get the signal to go into the AV receiver. But um, hmm. so I'm having like a little bit of a retro game sort of a resurgence here. And so, I mean, because I have a book of all these PS1 and PS2 games, like a huge book, and I just couldn't play any of them because I, all I have was a PS4 and it doesn't go back that far. With the backwards compatibility, so 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 we spent a decent uh, part of the weekend playing Parasite Eve, the original one. Nice. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if people listening have played Parasite Eve or not, but it's like this pseudoscience RPG game that mm-hmm. is it's turn based, but it's not like but you can move around. So I don't, I don't know I don't know how to describe it. Maybe you can help me out with that. But it's like you you can run around, and then when your time meter fills up, you can take an action but you can still dodge in between your turns. So, yeah, yeah and Parasite Eve is a pretty cool game. For people that haven't played it, it's basically like this pseudoscience game where this where like the mitochondria and people's cells are having an uprising, and I guess they want to take over the they world. They spontaneously like, combust. Yeah, like the main girl, <laughs> the main villain, right off the bat in the game, she sets like an entire opera house full of people and on fire. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting game. Like, you, there's a scene where you fight a boss fight in a in a horse and carriage. It's being drawn by two horses that are on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there's some like really interesting stuff in it. Um, but it's pretty short. Um, I think you can clear Parasite even probably like 14 hours, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I've played through it like three times now. But I just love the, I just love it. I don't I don't know why I love it. I just do. Um, I think maybe it's because it's a little. It's a little dark for an RPG. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but that's pretty dark. That, uh, it's pretty dark. That baby boss. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some gritty shit in there. I mean, pe- uh, yeah, people's family members getting killed and whatnot. So so we played some of that, and um, I I had her play the first one out the first hour of Lunar, which is just like a completely just like I don't know uh, an experience that you know can just evoke a lot of emotion in me because for some reason that game is just such an important game to me so i get like teary-eyed just from just from watching like the opening theme and um that game is just so good like it holds up so incredibly and the story Mm -hmm. is so cute and charming and fun that you know i always wonder oh i'll go back and play lunar i wonder if this holds up and every time i go back and play it the combination of it being sprites which i guess the graphics never feel like they're all that old because of that the parasite eve looks like old as hell it's so bad it looks so terrible but but um (laughs) even though like lunar is seven or eight seven six seven years older than than parasite eve it still looks okay and with all the voiceovers and the anime cutscenes, like the game is just like it feels so far ahead of its time and the the, Mm -hmm. the stories i mean i know you love lunar too oh yeah so yeah, it def- it definitely did feel far like really even the Sega CD one felt advanced for the system that it was on. Yeah, yeah there weren't many great games on the uh, Sega CD, but that was one of them. I wonder if Lunar is the best game on Sega CD. I don't. I, I don't have much. Maybe. Ex- I don't have much experience with Sega CD, but I don't um, know. Corpse Killer. I'm just kidding. Sewer Shark. <laughs> Sewer Shark. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a notorious game. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I think like, oh my gosh, I want to play, all, I, wanna, I want all these RPGs and I want to play all these RPG games. And I just feel like there's not much, I feel like not a lot of them are coming out on, on like current, at least not on PlayStation 4. There's just not, mm-hmm. a, there's not a lot of them. 
I might have to go to PC to get some of those games, but so I'm like, but there's, but there's, uh, there's Ark the Lad, which is a super good, like the Ark the Lad collection is, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you played that or not, but it's, I think that yeah. game is mm-hmm. great. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics is all the other Final Fantasy games. There's all of the old, uh, Shin Megami Tensei games. I feel like PlayStation one and two, like the nineties era was such, was so prime for RPGs to come out. Um, Legends of Dragoon. Yeah, Legend of Dragoon. But that boy, shit, that game looks old. Oh, yeah, it man. does. Man, it looks old. <laughs> I looked at uh, someone playing that not too long ago, and I was like, "Damn, I don't remember it looking that old." Because oh, at the too. time, you're like, "Oh man, this looks great." Oh yeah, not so much. <laughs> that game rocked my world when I played it the first time, and then I, and then you're right. Yeah. I, I went back and popped it in, maybe like a year and a half ago, and into something, and I was like, "God, this looks bad." I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was even off putting for me, and I barely care about graphics. Um, but you're right. Dra- the drag uh, dragoon is so good and chrono chrono cross. So yeah. So I'm having like this, this, um, retro game resurgence. So I was, when I was thinking about when I, so now I'm thinking about buying these games like dead cells and now I'm second guessing. I'm like, I'm like, do I really want to dip my toes into another new game when I know that I have a 50 hour run of Lunar <laughs> to get through? Yeah. You know I mean? That's my life. <laughs> that's your life. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just a lot, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel I feel bad. I feel kind of sad though because it's pretty clear that the world has left the like the strategy turn-based RPG behind. Like it just isn't doesn't exist anymore. And hmm. I mean, I I don't know how you feel about it. Like I, I don't know if you're partial to those types of games, but when I go mm, No, I don't really play too many. Uh, like the ones that I prefer to play turn-based um, strategy ones are like grand strategy games. Like I like uh, like Warhammer <laughs> and okay, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, like, um, more, like more grandiose, like XCOM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, some. I think my problem that I have with JRPGs is that they're just there's too much talking in between. I just oh, yeah. want to get back to the gameplay. Like that's more, that's my issue with. A lot of RPGs. Oh my god, you're not wrong. So, side note, um, I was playing Dragon Quest. I went back to Dragon Quest Builders after I finished off. Um, oh, I don't, I don't even remember what I was playing. But that game is so talky. The second Dragon Quest Builders yeah. that I think I, I don't think I can play it. Like they're literally, they'll literally <laughs> say, plant a tree or plant five trees. Like you're trying to rebuild nature on this island, and like, oh, plant a, plant five trees, and you'll plant a tree, and then everybody kind of gathers around the tree and they're clapping. Very inanely, because it's like, oh, I planted a tree. Like, who gives a shit? And then, and then they'll talk <laughs> about it for like, th- like, like five paragraphs, and then, yeah. they're, and, they're, and then they'll just happily clap. And you're like, what? Like, I didn't do anything. I just planted a damn tree. And then you'll, and then you'll, <laughs> and then you'll like pour water on the ground, and you'll, and the, the all the little characters act like it's an act of God. Like God came down and, and performed a miracle. And then they talk for ten minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. Like. Just let me play the yeah. game. You're killing me with this. I have flashbacks to Xenosaga. Man, oh, I Jesus. loved Xenosaga. Like I wanted to love it, me but too. it was so it was like you move forward five spaces, movie scene for like ten minutes, move five spaces, another movie scene for like three minutes. And I'm like, God, I just want to play the game, please. <laughs> I wanted that I wanted that game to be so good, so bad. And it was gonna be yeah. that game was gonna be a six game epic. And I was like, this yeah. is going to be great. I think it stopped at three, I think. Yeah, it stopped at three because it flopped so mm-hmm. hard. 
that yeah but i wanted to love it like i even have an action figure of cosmos because i was like man i really want to love this but cosmos is so so cool (laughs) yeah cosmos is so cool i mean yeah i've had that figure for like god like 20 years what what i don't know how long i've had it long time that's like an example of a character that's better than the game franchise itself like cosmos Mm -hmm. is just so cool but she's trapped in this crappy game series I actually liked the first Xenosaga pretty well, but the second two were really terrible. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I liked the first one. The first one wasn't wasn't too bad. The third one was egregious with its movie scenes. Oh, I was yeah. like, I can't even play this. Oh, yeah. I can't move without another <laughs> fucking movie scene. I, well, I can't do it. It's, so it's bad when the movie <laughs> when the movie scenes have multiple save points in in, in them. <laughs> yep. Because. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, the- Oh my god! Yeah, but that game, this game, it was awful. Great, they did have great characters though, as I remember. Yeah, Shion, and then there was the little redheaded kid with Ziggy, the, Ziggy, and I, I don't remember what the mm-hmm. what was the little kid with the red hair. He was cool. He had the guns, and there's Albedo. Oh, he was such a crazy villain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like, well, I can't get my RPGs from present day. You know, I'll type strategy RPG in on PlayStation Four, and there's literally like three of them. I'm like, well, this is just not gonna. Like well, if they're, if they're not gonna give me the games I want now, I'll just go back. I'll just go get a PS2 and play the old ones again that I missed. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a retro game store right afterwards. Not right after I got the PS2, and I was trying to buy, trying to find these RPGs that I hadn't played. And of course, he had none of them. It was like Val. <laughs> it was like Valkyrie uh, Valkyrie uh, Profile, which which I knew I was gonna have to spend a ton of money to get, but I was I was willing to because I'm told the game is awesome. But it's like a used copy of it's like one hundred and ninety dollars. Um, then there's like uh, I actually have like I actually photographed some of these. I Dark Cloud. Oh no, Dark Cloud! I play those games are <laughs> especially the second one. I loved. I love the second one. Uh, Valkyrie Pro. Did you get uh, Odin Sphere? Oh, I guess it's not a turn based though. Odin Sphere I have on PS2, and that game is so so gorgeous. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Vagrant Story. I was, I was looking for that. He didn't have it. Grandia One. He didn't have that. Uh, Valkyrie Profile, he didn't have that one. He didn't have Suikoden 2 or Breath of Fire 4, uh, Phantom Brave. Like, these are the games I wanted, but he didn't have any of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, the RPGs are kind of hard to find. You know, I'm like, okay, well, if you say so, I'll just go on eBay and buy them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how it goes, I guess. So, yeah. I still have all my old Persona games. Like, I was just looking through my old games and. A little while ago, and I had Persona 3, I had like Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. I had a whole bunch of them. I was like, oh shit, I completely forgot about these. Speaking of games that are are (laughs) unlike Dead Cells, a game that is difficult in an unfair way, like that Nocturne game is just silly. Yeah, yeah. So silly. What was the one that Dante showed up in? There is one where Dante from Devil May Cry showed up. Was it Nocturne? Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while, but. That's the game where it's like you hit a boss, it's like 14 levels higher than you, and you just get railroaded he just crushes you mm-hmm. and you're like well i can't beat this and then you just grind for four hours and then you can beat him yeah this is silliness <laughs> so all right well that's that that's what i've got going on i also started valkyrie profile um valkyrie profile um valkyrie valkyrie chronicles four yeah um, mm-hmm. which i haven't gotten that far into yet but maybe i'll talk about it um maybe in a couple of weeks it's it's okay i mean it's it's very talky too as you said so yeah, they talk and talk I have it on talk. Steam, and I tried, and I just gave up after a while. They talk and talk and talk, <laughs> but then when you get to the battles, the battles are pretty okay. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's like, well, maybe it's worth sitting through all this bullshit to get to the battle. 
So we'll see. So I don't know. The problem is the characters aren't very good. And Valkyria Chronicles 1 mm-hmm. was so great. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so lots of games going on. It was a game. It was a game week for sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff on sale and I'm trying to stop myself from buying more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I don't know what happened to me. I never used to do that. And now I'm, I have like a seven game backlog. So, okay, guys. Well, we have, we have a very, um, logistically challenging episode to get to over the podcast. Yeah. So we're going to call it here. Take this extra five minutes to try to get everything working, uh, visually before we, uh, before we get rolling. But you know what, guys? I, I feel like you got, I feel like you got like, like 20 game recommendations today. So, a lot. A lot. So you'll <laughs> never be, you'll never run out of games to play if you keep listening to, uh, to Mandy and I talk about games. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.